0: If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick! on the line, the game again! everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna Gonna get rich quick.
1: It's... Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel. And as always, we are here to get you rich quickly. Fast, man. Super fast. How are you, Noel? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. That's good. Life been treating you well these days? Life has been fantastico. I want to start off really quickly, just a little bit. I have a little Get Rich Quick guest update. Okay, brought to you from... By
0: Radio Free Brooklyn. By
1: Radio <laughs> Free Brooklyn. Oh, I thought we had um, lost that somewhere. Nah, <laughs> uh, you you know, he he you looked me right in the eye when you said brought to you by Radio uh, Free Brooklyn, and I, I knew that get, meant I forgot to I, do it. I need blinders. <laughs> <laughs> Just look the other way. Yeah. Turn your head. Um, but one of our guests uh uh that we've had on the show, Matthew Fisher. Yes. Uh who uh was it our art episode? Our art episode.
0: Fantastic episode if uh, you haven't heard it
1: is uh on the way to getting rich. Really? He got a grant from the Pollock Krasner Foundation. Okay. Uh, for a year. And so he can just paint now.
0: Ah, uh, that's great. Good for him. Yep. Uh
1: that's fantastic. Yep. Yep. So uh, congrats to you, Matthew Fisher. I know you'll be listening to this episode, and you'll be well into your grant time by the time it airs. Well, not well in, but you will be into your grant time by the time it airs. Uh, we don't expect a tithe, Although, you know, I we it's something sort of like the Colbert bump. Yeah, I, guess. I think that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> you come on the show and discuss ways to get rich. But interestingly, we did not, on our art episode, discuss grants at all. We did not. As uh, a way to get So rich he gets quick.
0: this one. You, our listening audience, though, don't get away with anything. If you take any of our ideas and become rich, we would like 10%.
1: 10 whole percent. We but- don't get off our butts. We just pitch ideas to you. That's right. You take them and you run with them. You get all that sweat equity. <laughs> but we, we got to get something for giving you the ideas, folks. Yeah. You giving know, you the inspiration.
0: You, Josh, are always talking about uh, how we need swag.
1: Uh-huh. And, I am. And,
0: and I thought of a great swag on the way here today. Okay. Uh, which I'll go back and give a little history to this. All right. When I was young, my grandfather had had several strokes, so he wasn't super mobile. And he had this plastic uh, container that was by him in the TV room Uh that he would use to urinate in. Uh (laughs) And I thought this was genius as a kid. I I really did. I thought, like, what a great time-saving device. So I took to... I got it like an old mayonnaise jar or something like that, uh-huh. and kept it in my room. This was about, I was about probably like seven, eight years old, and took to peeing in this jar for a while, um, as a as a labor saving device, uh-huh. and uh, eventually got found. And <coughs> everyone in the house didn't see it in the same light I did, uh, and I wasn't doing that. But uh-huh. today uh, we're not. We usually record in the evenings, but today we're recording in the afternoon. So my Weekend schedule mm-hmm. is, you know, I get up, fart around for a while, shower up and everything. Then I go to a coffee shop, read the paper, and um, basically just drink coffee until my bladder is, you know, a, a, just a... Nothing compared to what it was before. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I, I I have coffee until my ladder just (laughs) submits Uh, and uh, on my way over i it hit me that oh man after having all that coffee i'm gonna have to sit and not pee for like an hour (laughs) while we do the show and it occurred to me Uh that we could get get rich quick with josh and noel pee jars Yep. yep uh for when you at home, are too busy making money, counting money, uh-huh, uh-huh. to take the time to go to the bathroom.
1: You can just take out your Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel pjr Jar. Right. You're stuck in front of that computer. You're watching those numbers going up and up, and you can't <laughs> pull away from it. You can't step away to use the bathroom. In your ginormous house that you've just purchased yeah. with all of your Get Rich Quick scheme money, <laughs> Yeah, the bathroom is a 20-minute walk Who away. Who knows where it is? It could be right. a yeah, helicopter ride. Exactly. Exactly. One of your 30 bathrooms is not near your office. Yeah. You need to do something. Get rich quick. Urinal jars. <laughs> yeah.
0: that's so In the meantime, until we get production up, uh, you could do <laughs> as I did and get yourself a mayonnaise jar, a pickle uh-huh. jar, anything of the sort. And mm-hmm. uh, get
1: one of our stickers. That, slap it on there. Slap it on there. And you've got yourself a get-rich-quick our... urinal jar. Yes, you do. Um, I was thinking, uh, you know, it's funny you, when you speak of production. To me, that was our production, <laughs> was getting some plastic mayonnaise. The gallon tubs, we can do multiple sizes because oh, yeah. we can go to Costco and sure. just buy the gallon tubs. of. Uh, uh, We can even do the mustard jars because they're yellow, plastic mm-hmm. yellow. Uh, with the big screw tups and just slap a bunch of stickers on them. Yeah, um, I, think, I think that's good. How about we run a little contest? Okay. <laughs> all right. How about we run a little contest? I'm throwing this out there to our listeners worldwide because you are worldwide. Yeah. Uh, we've asked you all to send us uh, ideas for shows. Yeah. Uh, or sort of for topics or rules, mm-hmm. any of the above. So, so. There's not been a lot of motivation on that. Well,
0: we've gotten a few topics. We have
1: not gotten any rules. Right. Okay. So what I would like to see happen from people that don't actually know us Mm -hmm. is to have some of you hop on our Facebook page or Twitter us, which we'll go through all those manifestations as we always do a little bit later on in the show. Um, Get in touch with us somehow and send us at least one rule that you'd like to hear on the show. And or one topic idea. Sure. Whichever one wins will get a handmade get-rich-quick-with-Josh-and-Noel urinal jar. Yeah, I think that's great. Or if you
0: want to make your own urinal jars... You know, you can just uh, tweet us a pic of it. Uh huh. And make sure you tag us in it. And, and we'll send uh, you some
1: stickers to slap on. We'll,
0: it. we'll send you stickers to put on that P
1: jar and make it official. Uh huh. <laughs> None of this black market P jar out there. Um, you know. So I got to say, I, I've mentioned on the show a few times that I've been in the process of losing weight. Yes. And. uh. Uh, holidays have come and gone. Yes, they have. But it was a solid two weeks of uh eating poorly. Okay. And as I said to you earlier, that one thing I've learned and now at this point at forty six years old is that if I am not tracking things in my life, mm-hmm. paying attention to them on an almost daily basis. Uh, my whole world resolves into some form of chaos. (laughs) A swirling pool of chaos that I am unable to extract myself from at different moments. And then once I sort of grab on to the listicle, the list, I can right my ship. But in doing so, in allowing myself to go into sort of food chaos for a couple of weeks, I put on a bunch of weight. Okay. It's amazing how quickly you can put weight on and how difficult it is to lose it. Sure. And... I go through these things where it's like it's it you know for those of you out there who have lost any a substantial amount of weight or have been really overweight it's it's uh, frustrating you work really hard you focus you do this whole thing and then you know, one little couple of weeks out of several months, and it's you're you're just it's like a big step backwards, and mm-hmm. all you think at that time is why can't I just fucking cut this off, just like take a big knife and cut away, or or even better, why isn't there? And obviously, this is what they're searching for, right? This is going to be the biggest thing ever. Okay, the two biggest things ever in the history of pharmaceuticals. Okay, will be a pill for losing weight. All right. That will just melt the pounds away. Actually, you take it and you just piss, piss and shit your fat away. Yeah. And don't have a heart attack. And don't have a heart (laughs) attack. Right. It doesn't kill you in any fashion or cut your life short by 20 years. Although that's kind of a trade I'd be willing to make. Okay. I would die at 60 instead of 80, which is my family things. If I could just take a pill and like for, I'm 46 for the next 14 years be trim. All right. Like uh, that is, that is, I would be willing to make that trade at this point. Um, and hair loss. Okay. The pill that will just magically grow your hair back. Those two pills, whoever, whichever company invents one or both of those, uh, is going to make a fortune. And, you know, it's a good lead into our topic today because our topic today, Noel, is
0: the pharmaceutical industry.
1: Pharmaceuticals. Yep. As I like to
0: call it. A lot it. of money in it out there. Yeah.
1: Ton of money in it out there. But the question, as we always get to, when we deal with these sort of big, uh, Big money institutions. Big business, thank you. Institutions, yeah. with these enormous institutions. How do we, as the little guy, yeah. get that money? Yeah, we got a few ways for you, I'm thinking. I, I hope so. Yeah, I know I do. You do. I have I have a a, a, a a little bit, but why don't we hear one of yours first? Okay. All right. So uh
0: I have a couple ways in. Uh this first one I'm gonna give, I'm gonna throw it away first because It's not an an idea for everyone. Uh You need to know uh, a little bit about science probably to make this a reality. Okay. Okay, so uh, I don't know if you ever noticed this, but a lot of prescriptions have on them that you can't have any grapefruit while you're taking this drug. And I don't know if you know why that is. I have never seen this. okay no so so it was found uh, probably about 20 years ago they realized this mm-hmm. and it was like 20 medications that they realized you shouldn't have grapefruit while you're taking this medication okay and that number keeps going up and it's around 80 medications now that they say you got to stay away from grapefruit really yeah and the reason is is grapefruit will stop your body, ...from metabolizing a lot of these medications. Uh Uh-huh. So it'll keep working on you, but you're not peeing it out. It's just building up. And if you keep taking it, you're you're just taking... It's becoming hyper-effective.
1: Hyper-effective. Yes, because you're not getting rid of it. So you're essentially poisoning yourself. Yes. Your liver is going to end up exploding on
0: you. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, So Mm -hmm. my idea... Uh huh. Is uh, you could as I say, this one does take one of our listeners who has a little bit of a science background uh-huh. or uh, <coughs> knows how to hire cheap third world
1: scientists, which we've <laughs> talked about before. and some level, we've talked about you know yeah. some form of third world, yeah, farming out the farming out far, the right exactly. Brain work. There's money to there's if you got a little bit of money to spend, use any of our tips that sort of get you a nest egg. Yeah. Any, any anyway, Right. You can hire a pharmacist in Bogota, maybe, yeah. yeah, for a lot less money than getting someone here to do it. And he'll do it, no problem. Yeah. But anyway, okay. I, I, I digress.
0: S- so uh, you could make grapefruit pills. Uh-huh. And you'd have to figure out what the ratio should be. But medication is so expensive that, say, you've got a statin that you need to take. Uh-huh and this pill is 20 bucks a pop, and you need to take it every day, if you could only take an eighth of that pill every day Uh and take a $1 grapefruit pill with it Uh and still get the same effectiveness out of that medication because it's not
1: being peed out of your body, it's just staying there and doing Uh its job, Uh then you're in. Yeah, well, maybe you could figure it out that you just take one pill, one of the... uh 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 pills, statin, statin, we'll, we'll p- use statin right. we'll as example statin, one of your statin pills, and then take your grapefruit pills every day, and you will never have to take the statin again yeah it's, the statins were all on this list right. which are one of the highest consumed drugs in America, and statins are uh, they lower your cholesterol, okay, gotcha well, that makes sense in this country, yeah, certainly. sure it does um wow, that's interesting. I always knew that that uh uh grapefruit was a natural diuretic. Okay. And that's why it was always eaten by dieters. Mm-hmm. And there was even the grapefruit diet pill, where they took the, supposedly the things that made it a natural diuretic and put it in a pill, which basically made it a water pill, mm-hmm. right? So you wouldn't retain water. I wonder but, if that's
0: when they discovered the <clears throat> side effect.
1: With those diet pills? Yeah, when, when everyone started to gulping down grapefruits all the time. Yeah, maybe. You know, in, in, the, in the 60s, well, I mean, I remember my grandmother, who was weight crazy, half a grapefruit every day, every day, half a half a grapefruit. Mm -hmm. And, you know, but I would imagine, yeah, if you're dieting and you're eating grapefruit as a diuretic and you're taking statins because you're overweight and you've got high blood pressure, right. And cholesterol issues Mm -hmm. and you're taking these and they're, you know, that was probably, I wouldn't be surprised. I bet you're right. All those old Jews in Florida (laughs) taking started (laughs) ODing all over started ODing taking all of their stuff. I got to lose weight. Have a grapefruit. Yeah. You know, and then they're they're sitting there with their halves of grapefruit with the sugar sprinkled on it or sweet and low sprinkled on it, and then their livers start giving out. Yeah. We should look that up. We should. We should look it up. <laughs> see, if, see if there was a, a rash of liver failure <laughs> in Miami in the 60s and 70s. Yeah, I like to think there was. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <clears throat> well, that's a good one, Noel. Yeah, it's pretty solid. Yeah, it is pretty solid. But it does take a little bit of work. Yeah. I feel like with many of these, uh, you know, part of of, of uh, or big part of breaking into the pharma industry is being the guy that comes up with the next big drug. Okay. Yeah. Right? That that's where it's going to come up with. and And, you know, I looked up. Because I was like, oh, pharmaceuticals, right? And I immediately thought, oh, drugs, all drugs are pharmaceuticals. But I said, I bet that's not right. Well, they become pharmaceuticals when they become co-opted by the industry. Well, I looked up the definition of pharmaceutical. Okay. And pharmaceutical is a drug that has anything to do with dealing with a sickness. Uh, Okay. Okay. And I looked at that and I said, well, that doesn't help my cause, so I'm going to throw that out the window. So as far as I'm concerned, pharma is— In my head, the way I look at pharmaceuticals is anything, any drug made in a laboratory. Yep. Okay. So that's what I thought. And I thought to myself, there's been this rash of uh, these legal highs that are all over the place. Right. And they're, they're, what they are basically, and you can see them all like the big ones, the ones in the States that you certainly know about are bath salts. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, There's another one called Flocka. Yeah which is another one that are sending people to the hospital Which is like basically crazy. bath salts? Uh it is it is actually a different uh chemical compound than bath salts. All right. But yeah, it's the same idea. I mean bath salts was the the guy ate the guy and he was supposedly on bath salts yeah. that's the 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 but these are all legal. You can buy them in your local bodega and 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 apparently they're entirely man-made. Yep. In uh small uh laboratories around the world mm-hmm. and they are intended to mimic the highs that you get from illegal drugs but the, the uh, nature of them is changed to a certain degree on the molecular level yeah so that they're technically not illegal <laughs> right exactly yeah and every time they then the the FDA goes in at least in this country and in most of the world anytime whatever they're the governmental group that controls this stuff goes in and breaks this stuff down. And they it's always way after the fact. It's once there's a rash of like 30 or 40 teenagers all go into crazy mode and end up in the hospital. Then they start looking after the stuff has been out for months and months. Mm -hmm. They go in, they break it down chemically, figure out what it is, and then they put it under that umbrella. But at that point, the manufacturers have already changed it again, just a little couple molecules different from sure. the previous iteration, uh, and then package it under a new name. And they got to start from scratch again. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I was thinking, well, why isn't everyone doing this? <laughs> right? And why can't you do this with uh, drugs that actually help people? Okay. Right? And the first thing I thought was, again, the idea you need someone who actually has a scientific background. Mm-hmm. Well, there's lots of those people out there. And there's lots of them doing dastardly, terrible things that are doing it for like, like full-on illegal drugs, whether it be crystal meth, whether it be cocaine, you know, very bright people who have decided that they're going to get into this industry somehow. Um, so you can find someone. You can partner up with them. Give them the I tell them let's do this thing, but we need to just you know work together. You'll be the face; they'll be the uh, the brains. You can pay them; they can get a cut. Whatever it is, you're obviously gonna have to come up with some money. And I was like, but th- really, clearly, the issue is really more of a manufacturing issue. Oh yeah, sure. And then I decided, well, let's see what's going on out there in the world. That uh, how do we manufacture these things? And I found out, well, these things aren't being manufactured in people's bathtubs. Oh, they're not. No, no, no. Okay. These things are being manufactured in labs in China. Really? Oh, I just thought they were all in someone's garage. No, no, okay. no. That professional packaging doesn't happen in someone's garage. Well, the packaging, no, but... No. They are basically sending their... So, in the U.S., there are maybe two tops 300 pharmaceutical factories mm-hmm. in this country. Not a lot, given the size of this country. In China, there are thousands. Wow. Thousands. Can you Alibaba this stuff? Well, there is a website. Oh, man. That is not <laughs> Alibaba. <laughs>
0: That's Josh.
1: <laughs> um, called GuideChem.com. Okay. And in GuideChem, you can search for things. Mm-hmm. You can go in, and if you know the chemical compound of, say, flaca, mm-hmm. you can search for it, and you can find it in bulk. Mm-hmm. Just that alone. You can find the flaca already made where you would pay i think it's uh fifty six hundred dollars for a thousand kilograms of flaka that will then be shipped over to you from China, mm-hmm. and you can then start your packaging product if you want to go that way, if you want to just get your your business started without hiring someone start your little empire and it all goes to you. You can have an outside person just send you the stuff that they've already made. But you know, it's China, you're not sure where these guys, you know, people start dying, they're not gonna mm-hmm. dig your stuff this sure. month. But you can also outsource it to companies where you send them your breakdown and they have all the chemicals there because not only are they making the the product, they're also making the chemicals uh okay. sure. in China. Yeah. The 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 number one supplier of all the chemicals for methamphetamine production in this country and around the world, the base chemicals are all coming from China. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, there was actually a uh, <laughs> a report uh, in the New York Times where this guy went on to guide chem, and he was g- doing a whole piece on this, and he found this one place that was selling the uh, Flocka, uh base, and he called them up to order it, and the uh, sales rep on the phone said, well, we can send, we can do this the legal way or an illegal way. Mm-hmm. It's up to you. So clearly, there are holes sure. all over this system. So <laughs> you can. So these were the two things. There is the. I look at it as the morally ambiguous. Okay. Which we sometimes delve into. We we, we have no. Uh, yeah. Right, and we're I certainly n- not am not. In, in, if if there are laws that are against this that I don't know about, I don't want to tell you that you're breaking the law. <laughs> I don't <laughs> want to tell you to break the law. Yeah. But you know you can. If you want. You yeah. can do this if you want. You can come up with your own compound. You can then search at guidechem.com for a uh, pharmaceutical company with, that deals with the realms that has the access to the stuff that you need. And they will make it for you and send it to you. Yeah. You can just cut a deal and have it taken care of that way. That's great. Um, so that's for the illegal compound. Okay. Then I thought there's a real Robin Hood thing here. You could figure out the breakdown Of these drugs that in this country cost a fucking fortune, 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 right? They're expensive all over the world, but in America,
0: it's absurd
1: because of the lack of subsidies, right? Because it's not, it's, it's, it's the government doesn't uh, regulate it in any way like it does around the country. Well, it's not just subsidies. You
0: know, when other countries, just say we won't pay more than this, right? And and the companies. Say, oh, okay. Right. We'll still
1: get super rich. (laughs) Because we are worldwide. Yeah. And it just, for some reason, Uh they don't do that here. Right. Uh, Exactly. And they get even more money from over here. So you get the chemical breakdown, you send it over to China, you have them make the pill, whatever it may be, have it sent back to you, and then you go to uh, underserved communities Mm -hmm. and sell it to people who are in need. For substantially less, okay, than what the major companies are selling it for, you know, I mean that's illegal. Yeah, I'll say it's straight up illegal. Is it? It's almost like Dallas Buyers Club. Well, it's illegal, and yes, it's it's. I think there's a questionable. Uh, there's a question about that. I think where the issue. I think it's illegal on 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 on. It's straight up illegal in that you're having a drug, uh, a, a non, uh, FDA approved <laughs> drug shipped to you from a foreign country <laughs> yeah. that you are then redistributing for sale on the street. Okay, I get that. Um, so that is probably straight up illegal, okay? Um, and it, it is, then you have, the, then the illegality of it, you are definitely setting yourself up for uh, major lawsuits uh, if by taking <laughs> proprietary <laughs> yeah. drug chemical, you know, chemical combinations yeah. and, and making them and then selling to, them, to people as that drug.
0: Okay, what if you make them sign a waiver?
1: <laughs> um, that may work. Yeah, contracts. Contracts are always binding. Yeah. Um, but so th- those are my ideas. I particularly am really particularly fond of the idea of why can't you? Yeah, just have this shit made up because it's not difficult to take a pill, send it to a lab, they'll break it down, tell you the full-on chemical composition of it, and then recreate it. Sure right it's already been tested as long as the quality of the ingredients are top notch mm-hmm. you're getting it for so, i mean when you see what how much the the weight to dollar ratio of this stuff oh yeah the amount of money that these pharmaceutical companies are making is insane yes yes the it is. markups are a thousand plus percent. Yeah, like diamond level. Right. You could do a hundred percent markup and you'd have people fucking kissing your feet thanking you <laughs> for doing it so cheaply. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, on a related note. Uh one of the
0: things I came across when I was doing research, uh, which I didn't end up using it for a scheme uh-huh. was uh it, it was four people that are, you know, kind of end of dayers uh-huh. uh uh Paranoid about the government. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Don't want to be put on any lists. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And now, when you buy like Sudafed, you that you're tracked, right. and put on a list because Sudafed is one of the ingredients of uh, meth, crystal meth, right? And uh, it was a recipe <laughs> to make Sudafed <laughs> from meth,
1: <laughs> and the purpose of it was to keep you off this list. Uh huh. So you would go and buy ten dollars worth of meth, yeah, and then you would turn it into Sudafed, yep, exactly. But I guess my question is, I guess it's clearly more important to stay off the list than to. It was all about the list, than about fiscal responsibility. Yes, because I imagine for what it costs you to get a pack of Sudafed, is going to cost you a whole lot more in the amount of meth that you need. Maybe not. Maybe I don't know. Uh (laughs) That's amazing. You just back it up, man. Yeah. You reverse process it. Yeah. Makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. Cars go forward or backwards. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my biggie. Uh, you know, make your own drugs. That's good.
0: Make like your it. own drugs. Uh, so I guess it's probably about this time where every week we have a topic. We give you lots of ways to get in- insanely, disgustingly rich. Painfully. Painfully rich. Uh, but we also have just a little nugget of solid gold having to do with another way to get rich just out there for you so if you're in an elevator on the toilet waiting for a bus just give this little couple minutes learn how to get rich come back later listen to the rest of the episode and get mo rich mo money mo money
1: mo rich
0: (laughs) so uh brought to you by radio free brooklyn This is our Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week. Harvey Ball ran a small PR company and came up with the instantly recognizable smiley face and slogan, Have a Nice Day, in 1963. It wasn't anything special, just a little icon that he eventually sold for nothing more than a double-figure sum. The men he sold it to, the Spain brothers, bought the legal trademark and began sticking it on anything that was moving. It started to diminish in popularity around 1971, but by that time, the financial gain had reached $50 million, and their chain of stores, Dollar Express, were worth $500 million by the time they sold the chain
1: in 2000. Okay, so you're like, what? That seems like a story. Well, <laughs> it is a story. It's a story that you can learn from. So number one, 1963 dollars that double-digit thing that they bought from this marketing guy was 45 dollars. Okay. That's how much they paid him. 1963 dollars oh, wow. to 2015 dollars. 45 dollars in 1963 is the equivalent of 350 dollars today. Oh They bought this thing from him. They slapped it on everything. They made 50 million dollars by 1971, basically. So in eight years they made 50 million dollars. Fifty million nineteen seventy-one dollars is equal to two hundred and ninety-five million two thousand fifteen dollars. Wow. Okay. So they then, because of the popularity of this thing, when they sold their dollar stores, which is what they did, they just had these dollar stores, this chain of dollar stores, where they on all of their shitty little, you know, ninety-nine cent items, they slapped that happy face on. It was the only place you could get the smiley face. Have a nice day. They then sold their company for $500 million in 2000, okay? So we're already at basically $800 million that this smiley face, have a nice day, has earned someone. The company, the people that bought the dollar store company really bought it to have the smiley face thing. They have now made an additional... In the past fifteen years, two hundred million dollars profit off of the smiley face thing. So we're looking at about eight uh, a, a billion dollars that that thing has made. Wow. Okay. All by hiring a guy, basically hiring a guy to come up with a groovy th-
0: symbol. Yeah. Well, and you know what? Not even hiring a guy, because hiring a guy. Uh, implies that if he doesn't come up with anything, you're still paying him. That is true. You
1: know, you're just shopping out to right. see what's out there. Right. And buying it. So I guess th- what you learn from this is keep an open mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a moral lesson today. Yeah, it's more of a moral lesson, <laughs> but a moral lesson to get you rich quickly. You look at that thing, because I do this all the time. I look at shit and I'm like, that is the stupidest thing ever. Yeah. But if you buy it, and you copyright it, and you just put a little bit of elbow grease and time into it. Massage it ever so gently. All it takes is catching the uh, the zeitgeist of an era, and it's done. Yeah, you're, it sure you're is. Done, and you don't have to do shit. No. you Talk back. about passive income. You probably have to do a lot of suing, I'm assuming. he They probably sued a bunch of people, but they may not have as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I heard an interesting story. Speaking of suing, funny. So New Year's we spent down with a a couple that we know, uh, and uh, she at one point used to do uh, uh, public relations for uh, people in the porn industry. In the uh, 80s and 90s. Okay. I so wonder if she
0: knows uh, our guest she from a doesn't, weeks ago, I, Frank.
1: I, I had asked her about that. This is one of the reasons it came up. She didn't know Frank, but, you know, they all kind of travel in the same circle. Sure. She worked for Robin Bird, who was brought up in the uh, uh, thing that was one of her bigger clients. But one client that she had was this guy who was not unlike Frank's father. He was a Jew uh-huh. in the garment business, mm-hmm. and the garment business was going tits up in the 80s. Uh, and ended up opening, creating, basically the concept of phone sex. Oh wow! He uh, uh, something along the lines of his wife at the time was a uh, 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 dominatrix, uh-huh. and she had put all these ads in like the back of of the Village Voice and the free newspapers that you'd put ads like that in the back of uh, with a phone number to reach. Out And it was like, are you naughty? Are you nice? Are you this? Are you that? Call this number. And she thought it was going to be people calling up to make appointments. Everyone that was calling up were just like, what are you wearing? And it was all dirty talk. (laughs) His garment business was going under. He had all these lines, right? So he said to her, they, she, she, they realized that maybe there's money in this. And he had all these lines already set up, all these phone lines already set up. So they just started bringing people in and sitting them down and doing this. And apparently at one point it got so crazy that they actually ran out on the street one day because the phone calls were so maxed in. And it was like, a, a, the initial thing was like $10 until you come. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like a by-the-minute thing. Sure, it was just sure. $10 until you blow your load. Yeah. Um, and they were running out on the street and saying, do you want to make $15 an hour? This was in 1985, 6. You know what I mean? It's $15 an hour was a substantial sum of money back then. Yeah. And the people would be like, yeah, sure, what did you just come up here? And they'd throw them on the phone and have them talk dirty to strangers on the phone. And apparently his top-grossing one, this person named Mary, was this little, short, fat Jewish guy, bald, who had a very high voice. And he was his <laughs> number one thing. But he—the point of this was about suing, having uh-huh. to deal with lawsuits— he uh basically lost all of his money uh-huh. or most of his money because he never the com- the guy who created the whole uh basically electronic menu service that you hear on every phone mm-hmm. right uh you're supposed to when you have that you're supposed to pay a royalty fee oh wow to this guy he never Got royalties from anyone who is using this technology, and that means Google. Yeah. That means this guy. Every company, basically, every company. With a phone tree. Yeah. He sued this guy, won a seventeen million dollar settlement, got paid. He sued Google, won a hundred fifty million dollar settlement. Oh wow! And got paid. Sued all these people, all these companies, and got paid. Wow. Paid, 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 because it was his technology and everyone was using it. Without paying their royalties to him. Everyone was just like, I don't know. And this guy knew he knew he was going to get busted at some point. But, you know, it was the 80s and he was rich and there was a lot of coke involved. And yeah, he wasn't, you know, he he didn't give a shit.
0: Yeah. This could you also know. be a lesson out there to our listeners about why you should tie us. we don't want to have to get lawyers that's true i mean we say it
1: every time (laughs) it's it's a clear agreement if you're listening to the show you are basically agreeing you've signed the agreement Uh exactly
0: you know i had uh, a friend of mine katie uh who i used to do improv with Mm -hmm. and she when she was younger had worked at not necessarily it wasn't a phone sex place per se it was like Crazy party line type thing, with the understanding of things are going to get dirty. <laughs> so they had to, of course, hire women to be on this on these calls because uh-huh. n- no women are are calling up and paying five bucks a minute or anything, right? You know. To talk to a dude. So and and because she is an improviser, an actress, and uh-huh. comedian, she would tell us all these. Horrific characters that she would do, (laughs) and Uh, 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 they were great. And one of them was like, "Eh, like, (laughs) like that, and and guys would be lining up,
1: (laughs) yeah, (laughs) to talk to the woman with palsy or something like that, or drunk, wasted chick, basically. That's fantastic. (laughs) That's fantastic. Welcome to the party room. I'm wasted. Uh, I'm gonna black out now. Want to touch me? (laughs) <laughs> Pretty much is what
0: she did. Are you giving
1: me roofies?
0: Uh. <laughs> um, so I did, probably around this time, we want to look at, you know, not only are we giving you ways to make crazy amounts of money. Yeah. But at some point, you're going to say, wow, that's a lot of money I got built up. What
1: do I do with it? How How do I... Use it. Yeah, How do and, I make my life better? I mean, I will say that if you're making that much money and you want to basically put us on the payroll and tie this 10% every year yeah, as because you're just continually making money off of this, I'm okay with that. Yeah. But continue.
0: Uh, so so anyway, you, know, you probably also want to spend that money not just in a way that uh, makes you happy but in a way that really kind of rubs that money in other people's faces. Uh, so whether or not you have made millions and you are looking for ways to blow it, or if you haven't yet made those millions and you're looking for the inspiration to get off the couch, get off the toilet, stop waiting for the bus, <laughs> this is for you. So once again, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn, this, is, this week's Spend that Money. Beyoncé and Jay-Z supposedly went all out for Baby Blue Ivy's birthday, reportedly spending $200,000 on the kids' party, plus an $80,000 diamond-encrusted Barbie as a gift. They also reportedly splashed out $95,000 on decorations and more than $2,000 on a cake. The tot also was showered with super expensive gifts from her celebrity friends, including a stroller from Gwyneth Paltrow and an iPod from Quest Love.
1: That was for her first birthday, by the way. <laughs> she got a diamond-encrusted Barbie for her first... What fucking one-year-old plays with a Barbie, period? And then you're going to give her a diamond-encrusted one? Oh, well, yeah. So when she's playing with it, she swallows a bunch of diamonds? <laughs> I mean, that's just bad parenting. Yeah, that well... is straight-up bad fucking parenting. But it is good rubbing your money in other people's faces. <laughs> you know, Everyone that came to that party went home feeling poor. I mean, two hundred grand on a baby, $2,000 on a cake. I wonder if they had a smash cake, too, for her. Do you know what a smash cake is? This has become a thing for people who with babies, mm-hmm. young kids. Uh, 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 I was actually at a, a friend of mine's. I'd heard about this for the first time. A friend of mine's son turned one. And you have the cake that everyone eats. But then you get a smaller cake that you put in front of the baby. And the whole point of it is for the baby to just smash it and rub it all over <laughs> their face right cuz that's what babies do with yeah, well, cake. they would, they would do that same right. with a piece yeah. of the main cake <laughs> well, exactly i agree with you but there is it's but it's supposed to be cute and funny and then it's not them destroying the whole cake uh-huh. after they blow it out and it's a smaller version of the cake and then of course as always happens in these situations the kid is completely uninterested in smashing it on call yeah. because they're not trained fucking monkeys yet yeah, yeah. it's not for another few years <laughs> And uh, they don't smash it. And then everyone starts smashing it for them to try to get them to smash it. And then you have adults with blue food coloring all over their body. But she probably had a smash cake, I probably. would imagine. yeah. But, I mean, that's ridiculous. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> but, you know, look, hey, when you got that kind of money. What are you going to do? Because they got a lot of money. Sure do. They are the top two earning entertainers in the country right now. Combined, they are the, probably the, the richest entertainment couple in the world. You know what are you gonna do? <laughs> got. What do you get when you have so much money that you don't know what to spend it on? That it's just like, yeah, we might as well. Yeah, it's just sitting around. Sure,
0: that's why we give these ideas right. out there. So they gotta, gotta, we gotta spend
1: it. Tell people how to spend it. That's why we find it totally acceptable that people want to figure out ways to have ponies on boats. Yeah, you know, perfectly acceptable, <laughs> completely Like, why not? Yeah, why almost, not? almost. If you don't, you're a jerk. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you get to that, like, Pablo Escobar level where it's like you have so much money and you're already doing things like building houses for communities. You are running, you know, you are running for for office. You have every toy imaginable. You have your own private zoo where you're bringing animals over for a million dollars a piece. And yet you have so much money. What the fuck are you going to do with it? You just got to dig holes and bury it. Sure. Bury it. Yeah. All around Colombia, there are f- forgotten areas that Pablo Escobar buried three, four, five million dollars in cash on farmland, and people periodically find it.
0: Yeah. It's crazy. I would love to do that.
1: <clears throat> that would be a good one. Yeah. We should do a little tour of that. We should do <laughs> <laughs> head down to Colombia with a shovel and a dream. With a shovel in a dream. Yeah. And just figure out, try to figure out where Pablo Escobar buried money. That'd probably be easy to figure out. Um, it, w- wherever it is, it's probably near the strip <laughs> joint,
0: right? <laughs> uh so as I said, uh, I have two ideas. Uh huh. One was you need a little bit of scientific uh, background, right? Um, <clears throat> this one, this is for anybody out there, and this is uh, untold billions in this idea here. So I came across uh, at one point in England. Uh-huh. There was uh, a beer that was released called Royal Virility Performance. Oh, nice. that contained small amounts of Viagra
1: in it. <clears throat> Horny goat weed.
0: Yeah, basic. Well, it was actually Viagra they put. Uh-huh. In it. Uh it, At the time, it wasn't <coughs> regulated yet in Britain. Uh, and I thought that's a great idea, but I don't have a beer company. I don't want to open a. Co- I don't. I want to sit on my duff. You know, uh-huh. is what I want to do. With a hard on. Yeah. And a beer. Uh so I also uh I, I'm sure other people have heard about this. Uh our pharmaceutical consumption has risen to such a point that there are now very detectable levels of it in our streams and lakes. Drinking water. In our drinking water, even. Uh and, and if you look at that, it's going to be even more concentrated near the sewage plants. That's true. Excellent point. Right? So wherever that pipe is, putting the water back into the lake, back into the stream, that's going to be a high concentration of, in particular, <clears throat> Prozac
1: <laughs>
0: and Viagra. Uh-huh. uh very, th- I, I don't know what it is about those ones, but it seems like that's the ones that you're always hearing right. about. How about opioids? I, I've never heard of oxycodone building up in water supplies. Okay. But I definitely have heard about Prozac and Viagra. Okay. Uh, so, uh, this is great, you know, uh, <laughs> but how do you harvest this? Uh-huh. Uh, so, if you were to take some uh, seaweed-type plants... hmm and plant a whole bunch of them right near mm-hmm. the whatever pipe that releases the water out of the water treatment plant mm-hmm. uh or the sewage treatment plant mm-hmm. I should say you're mm-hmm. not you're not getting drinking water you're getting it when it's coming straight out of the sewer they've done whatever but they haven't been able to remove these pharmaceutical drugs
1: from the water so is the water clean of sewage residue? It is clean of sewage. Okay, but it, hasn't been, but it hasn't been chlorinated and fully filtered to the point well, that... Well, no,
0: no, no. So there's two different plants, right? right? You, you go to the bathroom, take a pee, do whatever else you right. do up there with your little squatty potty and all, all your accoutrements. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and then that, w- that water goes in the sewer. Right. And it goes to a sewage treatment plant, right. which the sewage treatment plant then removes... Any solid waste, right. any urea, yep. anything that they can get out of that water, they take uh-huh. out, and then they dump the water back in their in our rivers and streams and right. lakes. Right. And then there's another plant that takes that water in, cleans it, and makes it drinking water. Oh,
1: so that so it's not being made potable at the sewage plant. No. So you want to get to that area between the sewage plant. And the potable water plant.
0: I want to get right next to that sewage plant. Right, I got gotcha. you. Right? Okay. So I, I and plant some seaweed, uh, some some things that are going to absorb the water uh-huh. and the high concentrations of Prozac and Viagra mm-hmm. in the water, uh, and then I'm going to take these plants and dry them out. Uh huh. I'm going to powder them up. Uh huh. I'm going to put them in little gel caps that you can buy, mm-hmm. and I'm going to sell them as uh a watered down version of this drug, okay, so i'm gonna sell a uh, uh what 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 should i call it i guess uh, um,
1: um let's call it uh, uh happy and hard happy it's a good one <laughs> um yeah okay hard, hardly happy hard and happy like the horn horn, okay. and, horn and hard on okay yeah, Although we may get tuned by horn and hard art but you, I don't think that company exists anymore. You guys figure okay, out the
0: name. Right. Uh we just figure out the billions here. Uh-huh. Uh so you can sell that as uh-huh. a dietary supplement and toot the fact that it will have uh effects like Prozac and Viagra.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And uh and it will because it'll have Prozac and Viagra in it. The, it uh, so I think that's a great idea, but I think you're thinking I think you could take this to multiple markets, all right, so number one, I think you could take that seaweed, turn it into labor sheets, and make sushi with it, oh, sure, you could, right, yes, yeah. Yeah. So you can have boner sushi,
0: yeah, well, you you could do a lot of stuff with it, uh-huh, but I, without having done any actual research uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what that would taste like, and i don't know anything, but I know you could dry
1: it and and <clears throat> Powder and it, powder and it, right. put it into a into well. Gel whatever, powder. so what? You don't know what it tastes like. Yeah, it's it's you know it's all about the marketing. That's true. You know, you can do the same thing. You can you can uh, take that water, just take that water, figure out a way to make it drinkable mm-hmm. without removing that stuff, and have your own boner springs. You could you could do that, uh, or you you could take if
0: you really want to pack a punch, take that seaweed uh-huh. and make like basically chewing tobacco out of it. Okay, and there they you go. they could take it and take leave, it in their, leave it in their mouth uh-huh. and chew on it, and you know, uh, take a chaw. Yeah, take a take a a
1: plug prick dip. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So anyone out there that's willing to do that, uh, I, I I can't even put a number on how much
1: money you could make if that catches on. It's absurd. Yeah, it is absurd. I I'm really curious on why those two of the I mean cuz I knew of a lot of uh medication ending up in in the water system yeah. because people taking old medication and just dumping it down the toilet. So antibiotics like there's a huge issue with antibiotics uh in the drinking water. Uh-huh. And you know, they think that maybe one of the reasons that there are so many uh drug resistant uh uh diseases out there now because even those of us that aren't taking a lot of antibiotics are still ingesting antibiotic through our tap water mm-hmm. but specifically Prozac and uh, Viagra. uh and Viagra so it's obviously coming out in waste i would imagine yeah well i i'm guessing it is it it's drugs that are
0: not being modified by your body right w- and in their use <clears throat> mm-hmm. so they're coming out in the same Molecular form that they went into your body. <clears throat> gotcha. And for some reason, the sewage tr- plants are having a hard time getting this out.
1: Well, that's very interesting. Um, so, this isn't necessarily a get rich quick scheme that I have here, but mm-hmm. it was just an interesting thing that I read, which just about technology and will make things even easier for you mm-hmm. should you decide to make your own drugs on either level. That mm-hmm. I talked about artisanal drugs, artisanal <laughs> drugs, exactly. <laughs> we are in Brooklyn. Yeah, this radio station is in Brooklyn. Yeah, artisanal Brooklyn drugs, yeah. Bushwick. Yeah, blow, Bushwick <laughs> blow, Williamsburg yeah. weed, Grandma's um, a little helper. <laughs> that's right. Uh, there is a guy who is creating a 3D printer that will allow you to make your own drugs at home.
0: Oh, so you're you're actually printing molecules.
1: You are printing molecules. The oh. first thing the first thing you are doing is printing the chambers mm-hmm. that are required to make this work. It's uh, you know it's obviously more scientific than I'm understand, <laughs> but <laughs> but not more scientific than right. you're willing to talk about. <laughs> so here we go. Cronin's team. So the guy the guy who's developing this is this 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 guy named uh, Cronin. Okay. His last name is Cronin and he's using a nondescript version of the $2,400 3P, 3, 3D 3 printer that's used in most places that have 3D printers. Um, his team discovered that it could use a bathroom ceiling as a material to print reaction chambers of precisely specified dimensions connected with tubes of different lengths and diameters. So basically, you're making your own miniature lab, and then once that's set hard... The printer could then inject the system reactants or the chemical inks to create sequenced reactions. Okay. Wow. Right? So you can basically make your own lab with a 3D printer, then inject it with the chemicals to create the reactants in all the various chambers and tubes, and then make your bespoke drug. Wow. And you can do this for anything. Ugh. And they're working on this right now. This is one of those things that in a couple of years— Is going to be a big problem. It's going to be available. (laughs) Yeah. It's going to be a big problem. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So just something to think about out there. Gives you a couple years to come up with your ideas or take our ideas, get the money together to buy your printer. Yeah. And the necessary equipment to get it. But looking forward, looking to the future.
0: Yeah. You know what is not a problem, Josh? What's that? That's getting in touch with us. So if you want to get in touch with us via Twitter...
1: Uh-huh. You can tweet us at GRQ Josh Noel. Uh-huh, you can. You can email us at, at <laughs> email us at GRQ with Josh and Noel at gmail.com.
0: Yeah, or you can like us on Facebook at facebook/GRQJoshNoel. slash And if you want <clears throat> to go on iTunes, mm-hmm. subscribe to our show. Subscribe. Rate Rate and
1: review. It really helps, guys. It really does. We're getting more and more out there, but we are. It, it really helps. Whatever platform you are uh, listening to us, dealing with us on, rate and reviews. Always appreciate it. Sure is. Um, and also, you know, look, uh, I I stand by this idea of a contest to get the uh, Get Rich Quick urinal. Uh, we can do it in multiple ways. You can take pictures of your own Get Rich Quick urinal yep. that you've created, and we will send you the stickers to slap on it. That will be for everyone who creates their own urinal. Yeah. Just post it and get in touch with us, and we will uh, send you the stickers. Um, and if you come up with the number one choice for either a rule— yeah. Or a topic that we will use on the show. We will send send you you a bespoke, (laughs) get-rich-quick urinal. Uh, And at this time, as always, we got very little time, but it's time to see if our get-rich-quick topic passed the rules of getting rich. That's right. This week, it's time to get rich. Eight rules to follow to succeed. Brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, Set up realistic goals.
0: I think we've done that with this. I think we have. I think we've taken this monster of an industry and broke it down in
1: a way that it, anyone can get it right in there. That's right. Learn to ask for help. I think we do that. You're gonna. You, we're not all pharmacologists. We're not all scientists. But you still have to be able to. You know. Yeah. You have to be malleable. You have to ask for help. You yeah. find someone who does it for you. you. Say, hey, help me.
0: Yeah. Your cousin's a scientist. You mm-hmm, say, right. hey, how much grapefruit would I really need to <laughs>
1: stretch this statin out? Avoid distractions. Yeah,
0: that's why we've got a, a pee jar.
1: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> keep your ideas flowing. That's why we have a pee that's jar. That's uh, exactly why we got a pee jar. Uh, so we're four for four. We're I say that's a chip. Tri- uh, we're 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 checking that bad boy off. We sure are. Um, and so for Josh and Noel, um, uh, thanks again for listening. And uh, remember, every Thursday on iTunes, every Saturday at five on uh, Radio Free Brooklyn. Radio Free Brooklyn, followed by Rachel Cleary's show on Radio Free Brooklyn, here mm-hmm. and now. Yeah. Um. Hey, don't spend all that money in one place.
0: That's right. Don't spend all that knowledge in one place. Oh, right. That's
1: what it is. Yeah. <laughs>